it's important to to be vulnerable or to to share something that's like on your heart or whatever mm. just to kind of test the waters mm. oh okay to see like are you really here for me what people do mm. you know that's a good yeah because if you like need something specific from someone yeah and there's a difference. Like, you'd have to do this a couple of times. I feel like it's hard to kind of determine whether someone will be there or won't mm. be there for you if you mm. haven't given them a chance to. Oh. Okay. Welcome to Things Hoped For, an odyssey between hopes and realities. This podcast will explore and exercise the vehicle of faith to help us understand how to get to our destination. Where are we going, you ask? Well, to the land that God promised you, a land flowing with milk and honey. So, are you ready? Hey, THF fam, I'm so excited you could join me on today's episode. And it actually takes place outside of our studio in the Getaway House in New Hampshire. That's where me and my best friend celebrated 11 years of friendship last year. And this show is a continuation of season one, episode eight, where me and my best friend continue to explore our friendship and define what friendship is and is not. We actually just rolled out of bed, so you're more than welcome to stay. There's some space for you right here. These trees are nice. I like I like seeing them from down here. Mm-hmm. The title mm. A Friend is Close. Mm. A friend is someone who is close to you. In some cases, there are friends who are closer to us than our biological relatives. Mm. We see in this message that in friendship, there is a deepness to our to your relationship. You have lowered down your wall of defenses and made yourself vulnerable. Mm-hmm. They know the real you, warts and all. <laughs> Not warts. And mosquito butts. <laughs> no, for real. There is real intimacy. <laughs> in my 20s, I lived in a different town to my family. And after a few years, I realized that my friends had become like family. Mm. It was my friends who knew my fears and where I was at. And they knew this because I had led them in. Mm-hmm. I've been intimate with them about my hopes, dreams, fears, and emotions. They knew me deeply. You don't need to be geographically close to be close, to mm-hmm. be a close friend. Mm-hmm. Friends may be separated by time and space, but can still be close, especially with the help of technology. Yep. Over the years... I've come to appreciate that there's a difference between a friend and an acquaintance. Mm. Drew Hunter describes it as the difference between snorkeling and deep sea diving. When you go snorkeling, you hover on the surface and kind of bob along. You see things from a distance through meters of water. It's beautiful and fun, but you don't get to see things up close. Mm. Deep sea diving, on the other hand, is quite different. Mm. You go down... You go into depth, and you get to see things up close and personal. It's totally okay to have acquaintances. I have lots of them. (laughs) And when I see them, I have lots of fun. But it's helpful to know that they are not friends. Mm. Are you good? Yeah, I mean, I think it's funny. A couple of things, like, the, the, you know, of course, the fact that 
after we graduated, you moved back home. I moved back. Well, I was stayed in in New York. Mm-hmm. But we've after since then after then we've always our friendship has been distant, but it's never felt like it like at all. I think, I think one of the reasons is because we kept that openness with each other. Yeah. Whether the distance was there or, or there or not. So even if we were miles apart or even if we didn't talk to each other every day, like when we did talk because we just had that consistent vulnerability within our friendship, it just was always, it all, it just, it would keep on going deeper and keep on being more, becoming more and more rich. Mm-hmm. So I feel like aside, like distant apart, I feel like maybe the keys to what kept our relationship so rich is there was that openness to one another and the consistency in how we talked right. like we really did we really did talk every day <laughs> but even if we didn't it was like at least we were talking once a week like, right at least exactly like oh something fell off yeah because we didn't get to talk yeah um we were talking about the acquaintances thing the other day too, mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, you can have you can have friends, but even even within your friend circles, there's levels to your friendships because not everybody needs to be your best friend. Exactly. Nor does everybody have the capacity to be your best friend. No. And you theirs. And I find that we do share our fears and hopes. Yeah. With each other. Yeah. And we do that often enough. Yeah. Like, one of the things in our friendship is just calling each other just to be re-encouraged again or mm. like to kind of just talk and have someone as like a soundboard kind yeah. of, you know? Yeah. When you don't really know how you're feeling or you just want to get something out. Yeah. And I think that that has been really good. Yeah. For us to know that we can go to each other and do that. Yeah. Um... Yeah. It's very cleansing. It is. I I mean, not even cleansing, the word healing. Just like we were talking about yesterday. Like, it's 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 beautiful because you see why God purposed friendships. Like, it is very healing to to have those moments where it's like we are sharing our fears with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, after the conversation, you're like, huh. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think I can take on another day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... What is the, what's the thing that you declare to yourself in the mornings? Um, affirmation. So, um, this one, well, I forgot the verse, but it's basically, um, it's in Thessalonians first. Oh, I remembered it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. First Thessalonians 524. And it's talking about he who called me, um, will complete it. Like we'll do it. And, um, I found this cute method of basically putting it on my desktop because I figured out that, you know how like you and I will do both. We both did the sticky note thing. Like you mm-hmm. put the sticky note wherever you are or and things like that. So I have, I used to have a couple of sticky notes on my mirror on this where I, I thought that it was most evident. But I found out that for me, when I put it on my laptop, like I actually stuck to saying it mm-hmm. out loud, which is the whole point of affirmation. If you don't say right. it, then, <laughs> um, so 
So then I started to get creative and just putting, arranging my desktop in a way that there's the affirmation and right next to the affirmation while I'm looking at it, Mm -hmm. why don't you also look at your checklist and look at your why? I have my why right next to the affirmation of why do I, what is my reason for doing anything? So what's the thing, what is the whole list down of what you say for like, um, I will like, I will do this. There's something in there that talks about my checklist. It may be your checklist. I'm not sure. Or the affirmation. Sorry. It's more than one thing. Uh So it's something that has to do with like, um, I will follow you. Like you are holding me from something because I will get something Mm. more in return. Yeah. It's something that you say. Yeah. um, I think I, I was talking about it yesterday. It's more so, okay. It's more so. Um, so God has been, in, I've been in this season of, and you know this, but I'm just, uh, um, of like waiting for a promise and mm-hmm. the, it's, honestly, it's a breakthrough season and mm-hmm. the breakthrough season is literally like, I'm at the cusp, you know, like a Jericho where they went around and like the horns blew, like I'm like so close. So it's been a, it's been, um, I like to do this thing called tracking God and there's been a couple of things that have happened thus far that have confirmed his word. Mm-hmm. That like the breakthrough is coming and when it comes, it's going to be very, it's going to spring forth. Like yep. it's going to be very quick. So that's, that what you're saying is like, I basically have wrapped up all these moments mm-hmm. to know that he's, he's literally, he's literally, he's just asking me just to hold on, just hold on. It's, yeah. So what is it that there. you say though? What is it that I say to affirm myself yes. of of the waiting period? Honestly, it's not it's not it's not one word. So I don't no, have an. There, there is like a list of things that you say. I need to know what those things are. I'm trying to figure out where is this list that you're talking about. That's not like it's something that you say. I don't know. I feel like you say it every day. Oh, was this this wasn't in the conversation we just recently had? This is a conversation we had before. I'm guessing. I don't know. Okay, because I think I know what you're talking about. I will this. I will that. I don't remember that one because I think I memorized that one for a month. That one. That one's at home. <laughs> I will. I know what you're talking about. Those. It would be like I will something. I will this. I will this. All that. Yes, but then it also talks about like God will as well. Yeah, girl. I don't know which affirmation you're talking about. This is crazy that you don't know this because remember at I told you that I woke up at three something in the morning and you uh-huh. were speaking. Wait, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me get my computer because it might be there. Because at the bottom of it, okay, computer, take your sweet time. So it's the verse, the one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. He is faithful that calls me and he will also do it. That that's not it. Such a, okay, that's not it. Okay. So when I yeah, say... I think you remember in the podcast yesterday, uh-huh. well, not in the podcast yesterday, but when we were talking yesterday, Yeah. you mentioned something like something that I always tell myself is that the more God holds me back. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I was saying that, um, he's saying he's he's basically the enemy owes me more yes Uh uh-huh but it's like you had a way like 
a calculated way of saying this, saying multiple things to yourself mm. as like a declaration every single day in mm. the morning. Mm. Yeah, I'm missing it. You really are. Lord help us. What and you- so, <laughs> at, this was like around 3.43. Uh-huh. I'm glad you wrote the time. <laughs> well, because I woke up and I was like, what is this? <laughs> And I was contemplating going going back to bed, but then it was hard for me. So I was like hearing everything you said. Oh my god! And I didn't, I didn't write down uh-huh. what you said, but uh-huh. that's like that is what you said was uh-huh. the, your declarations daily. Okay. And I just felt like God was telling me to write this down, and so I said I wrote down, literally, all this at. Brandy, was I was I sleep talking a whole paragraph? No, I was talking, talking, you spoke oh. and then you stopped. Okay. And so I was thinking about what you spoke oh. in relationship to Lord have the things that you're hoping for uh-huh. and like why God has us here, oh, you know? Wow. Wow. So this is just like kind of what was coming to me, mm-hmm. I believe, from like the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. just to write down whatever. Wow. So it says, you are intentional. Just five minutes ago, your unconscious regurgitated out loud your morning affirmations and declarations Mm. of all your things hoped for you will receive all that god has for you and more because you've trained your spirit to know excellency so much that your body follows even when you are sleeping and unaware what does that show me that as your friend i'm also to speak those same things to you and partner with you to make sure that what you are hoping for is coming to pass and i will do so your hope is intense, and everything you speak through Jesus' name will come to pass. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. And then I wrote, um, be intentional. You're intentional with inten- with intensity. <laughs> wow. And I wrote, this is reminding me of when we got baptized. The person said oh. a prayer about our ears and hearing. Yeah. And I heard your inner spirit coming alive outside of you. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad God woke me up to hear it. And it gives me more direction as to how to serve you and cover you as a friend. God sees you and hears you. And may this be a sign to you and me that what you do in private with him is and will seep and spill out to those around you. Do not stop. Wow. Oh my gosh. And then I was hoping that our devotional would be similar and Mm. it is like a friend is close Mm. like we're literally sleeping in the same bed (laughs) and i'm literally hearing your (laughs) (laughs) but yeah may that just encourage you thank you brandy wow Mm -hmm. i'm i'm like I just I love your heart because it's like first first you hear me speaking in the night and then you're like let me write this down <laughs> but I love how like no I was like she don't remember what she said <laughs> she says this all the time now I got up like Lord what is it let me go and find it but um I love how your response is let me let me cover her in this like in this and I'm like yo. I've like from the beginning, like you, you have been selfless, you know, and I've, and I, uh, to be honest, I think 
whether it was something that you had said or something that I had I read, and I also was wondering, I'm like, what are what are other ways that I could, like, help a need that Brandy has? Okay, no, the money's not here yet, but like, what is something? That's why whenever you like have something, or whatever, I'm like trying to jump at the first opportunity to do it, whether mm-hmm. it was your teacher thing or it was when you um. The when you thing. had that art thing, yeah, like, you know, because I think just like when the when the devotional was saying that, like, you know, there are friends that you have that are closer than than siblings than brothers and sisters. I think what's interesting is um, sometimes and I'll speak specifically like in ministry. I think sometimes when you're like thinking of the whole like ministry thing and making disciples out of men and like when you're walking in that and like really just like saving souls and stuff Mm -hmm. you can tend to focus a lot more on like people outside of your immediate family Mm -hmm. you know Uh, and so so then what happens is then maybe you often forget to love your family the same way that you're loving those outside of your family because it's 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 what we've been called to do mm-hmm. but i love how in uh the new testament you'll see paul often say hey like yes we are there to love others outside of the church but first think about first think about the church like right. if you see your brethren um um fallen away like take care of that first mm-hmm. and then you know go out on your on your mission and stuff and I and I take those verses to say, hey, as you're going out of your family and making friends and connecting with them and sharing the love of Jesus in this way, don't forget to do it in your own home too. Right. In fact, do it in your own home as a priority and then everything. So so sometimes, so I, I think that thought came to me because I was like, how am I doing what I'm doing with other people like my team or, you know, other people outside my family, outside right. my friendships? How am I doing that within my friendships? Because you hear me talk about, like, how can I fulfill a need for somebody on my team that I'm caring for? Mm-hmm. But I never necessarily asked that asked that with you, like, mm-hmm. asked that myself that with you because we're already so close. Right. And I think that sometimes the proximity can cause us to be laxy-daisy, yeah. you know, um, because you're already here, you right. know what I mean? And I think sometimes when we, when we forfeit what we can do in the next level of our closest relationships, then that's what, like, I think about marriage. Like, because y'all are so close already, now it's like, right? you, you kind of lose the intentionality mm-hmm. of even the little things because you're so close. And I feel the same way, like, even with my siblings. Like, I had to put it on my prayer board that, you know how I would ask for prayer requests for my teammates. I'm like, you know, what are you, what is something that you're praying for? I started doing that with my siblings because I'm like, yeah, if anybody, I should be praying for them. Like right. I should be, I should be partnering with them in prayer for exactly what it is that they're praying for, and it helped because it helped me, you know, ask questions about what are they specifically believing for and what are they doing right now mm-hmm. that like, you know, so it it built more intimacy. You know what I mean? And so I asked my I asked myself the same question with you, and I'm like, how much more intimate can can we get? And I think there's always more. Mm-hmm. So I loved how your response was like, how can I care for my friend in this season? And I'm asking myself the same question. Like, how can I, how can I care 
for like for brandy in this season anyway i just said that because i i love i love your heart and i'm like <laughs> that's beautiful you're the best so yeah that's why i couldn't get back to sleep <laughs> um question mm. do you struggle to go deeper than super superficialities mm. in your conversations with friends mm. I would say no because I'd be asking questions no you ask questions <laughs> um I feel like once I feel something mm. I'll ask I can ask questions mm. but I feel like we go deeper either way yeah I feel like maybe in my conversations with other friends yeah um it's not that I struggle to go deeper it's like you suggest something, but if someone doesn't take it, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to go deeper when yeah. you know that yeah. and people don't. Not not that people not that they don't value what I say, but they're also just not at that place. Yeah, not it. Yeah, you know, to yeah. receive it type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with people who are like outside you, our friendship. Yeah, I I definitely I'll ask them the same kind of like questions. It may not always, and it, it's like, because I, I just love conversation. It doesn't, mm-hmm. al- it doesn't always have to be spiritual. It'll be, like, let's say they'll say something, and I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. And then I'll ask them a question. <laughs> Jasmine always says I do this, that <laughs> I be asking deep questions when I invited her to the podcast. She was like, not you asking deep questions, but I'm not answering them. But you're right. There's When there's those moments where it's like maybe... Um, they're not ready yet to be open in that space. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, girl. These squirrels are it just they are they're doing the most. They're jumping from left to right, and I'm like, hey, I you told just... you there were squirrels in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, you're distracting me. Um, yeah, and you know another thing that I'll say one thing that stops me from wanting to go deeper with somebody. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess it's more so tied to the personality of the person, but one of the things is like if you're that type of person where literally like everything you're complacent about everything. Yeah. And like everybody's against you and everything is bad and no. everything I just I I can't. So so my response to it and I don't know if I should even be working on it or maybe maybe at that point where we should just stay acquaintances because that's why we're acquaintances. I can't right. go deeper with you cuz like right. that's not you, right. It's mm-hmm. not a it's not a it's not a personality that I'm attracted to nor do I think is of help to me nor would I be help to you because then what happens is with that type of that type of character I'm here encouraging you, right? Mhm. And then all you're doing is sucking up the encouragement and turning it back into complaints because you want to stay in your pain. Right. Because it justifies you. So there's nothing I can do after that. If you feel justified in your pain, we can't go. We can't be more than acquaintances. (laughs) That's as just what it is. I can't build a deeper friendship with that. I'll say like, that's one of the things that, because the question was like, you know, how, how, how are you getting deeper um, with your acquaintances? And it's like, well, you're an acquaintance if I can't get deeper with you. Like, there's something, whether it's your personality or your character or maybe an experience or whatever, mm-hmm. there's there's a wall. And just like the devotional said, like, it's about breaking down walls and vulnerability. 
So if we can't both be vulnerable with each other, right? Then we can't be more. Yeah, we can't be more than acquaintances because you know. Yeah, I feel like that's why that I feel I was asking myself as um recently I said why is there freedom in God and I feel like that's that is a key to me like when somebody asks like you know like what does freedom in God mean like why are you free I thought I was free for me mm-hmm. I'm not it doesn't hurt me to be vulnerable anymore like it doesn't like that's why I think if I'm if I'm here sitting with somebody who maybe they have a a wall up and I don't necessarily right. like I'm. I can I can tell you all the things right, or whatnot, exactly. and I don't feel shame or yeah, anything. Yeah, like, exactly. It's not on me anymore. Right, it's not on me anymore. And so it can be difficult cultivating relationships with someone who isn't free when you're free. Someone with that. Not saying that it's impossible. I'm just saying it is. it is definitely mm-hmm. difficult. I like that comparison though yeah yeah because i i got a couple of friends where i'm like yeah i can only talk to you for for you know i'm a check-in and all that stuff because you are actually depressing me right now like <laughs> you are you are actually depressing me <laughs> what about you girl what about me mm-hmm. and the question i answered it oh, okay um I, I don't with the other friends thing mm-hmm. yeah true <clears throat> Um, if so how can you change this if no how can I encourage my friends to have deep conversations Mm -hmm. (laughs) what tips do you have for Mm. asking deep questions Mm. like coming up with questions Mm. um I say like I mean obviously listening is key but say for example um Let's say if you you were someone I didn't know, we were just talking about this. You had mentioned before that like, um, um, you, you have a stopping point when, you know, they don't respond. Right. Mm -hmm. Like in, in a way. So if I, if I was to ask you a random question, I'd be like, I'd be like, how have you noticed that they respond? You know? So it's like what I'm, what I'm asking is a question that causes you to reflect mm-hmm. and when in your reflection we can talk more about something because i think reflective questions allow you to get deeper into the person right and because now they're reflecting on themselves or like why they because i think that we don't ask ourselves my stomach is <laughs> yeah we don't ask ourselves why we do things a lot Mm-hmm. So I feel like most of the questions I ask is, why do you think you do that? Or why do you do this? Or why do you do that? And I'm not going to lie. For most people, I'll say it's cool. I, 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 and I guess because of the pers- my personality it comes with, mm-hmm. very few people are like, okay, but why are you in my, why are you in my space? Like, why are you in my face? <laughs> like, you know, like, you know. So I guess it's, it's, it's <clears throat> I love asking reflective questions. Not even because I want to be in that person's business or whatever. That's just me. And then... I think it's the reflective questions and how you're asking it. Say mm-hmm. we're at a party or whatever. I don't know you. And we're, oh my gosh, I love your shoes. We connect on like a common ground. Right. You know, and whatever. And you're telling me something. You're telling me something. I ask you a reflective question. I'm, I'm not asking you like a therapist. So let's start at the beginning. Right. <laughs> like I'm not asking you like that or whatever. Like I'm, 
I'm I'm including it in whatever surrounding that we're in. Mm-hmm. And then like I'm asking you in a way that doesn't sound like we're sitting here in therapy. You know what I mean? If I was to if I was to even share share tips, that's probably what I do. Okay. Yeah. And it's even like simple things too. It's like, oh sis, I always get the tuna salad. For real? Why? What's so exciting about it? Like <laughs> Right. It, it can be so simple. It's the celery for me. Oh, it's the celery for you. That's awesome. Are you like a health person? You know, like it can just keep, it can going. keep going. It can keep going. And then the other thing too, it's not like you're asking why after every question. Cause then now it sounds like you're interrogating the person. Right. Maybe you ask a couple reflective questions in and out, but then leave the conversation to, mm-hmm. you know, flow in the other spaces. That's good. Yeah. But then also, brands, I think it's also, honestly, like a spirituality thing, too, in the sense of, like, like, and people have said this about you, like, there's an aura that you give that mm-hmm. makes it easy for someone to come and share their wildest dreams with you. Right. Like, it's, it's a, it's, sometimes it's just a gift, mm-hmm. like, that people just come and they just feel comfortable just bearing their soul. Mm-hmm. And they can't explain it. They're just like, yeah, you just, right. you just got that vibe. It's like, oh, thanks. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so it can be a couple of things. It can be, you know, tips and tricks added to it, but sometimes it's also just like, it's just it a natural, it yeah, it is what it is. Okay. Yeah. I'll try some of those questions. <laughs> Please. Some Why kind of... and reflective? Mm-hmm. What do you feel like? Why did you ask that question? Do you feel like you have, um, like you struggle with going deeper with acquaintances? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what I had said before, mm-hmm. like with other friends, mm-hmm. like outside of you. Yeah. And maybe it's because others of them like aren't believers in Christ. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's even hard to go deeper mm-hmm. in that way. Yeah. Um, not to feel like I'm convincing because mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to convince you. God can do that on his own. Yeah. But like in having those conversations, it just like goes over their mm. heads type of thing. Mm. So for me, I can still be around you yeah. and have a conversation. Yeah. But in terms of like how I'm representing Christ, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That's Mm going to come out through my actions and things regardless. Yeah. But, like, I would want to go deeper into that, into the other friendships that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, sometimes I feel like I just stay at the surface. Like, I could... Mm -hmm. You could tell me about something that happened to you and we can talk through it and things like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, if the same thing continues to pop up, yeah and like (laughs) it's like i'm saying things but you're not taking any of the bait like yeah yeah at some point you just you people teach you to not tell them anything Mm, mm, wow people teach you not to tell them anything yeah that's true in their responses that's true that's very very true yeah i think it it becomes difficult to to um make deeper relationships with people who who are who are deciding to to um hold on to their pain it, mm-hmm. it's hard it's hard um 
I had another question to ask you. Do you feel like doing activities together like is helpful in sometimes breaking those walls? Have you seen that happen before? Doing activities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be the thing that like, you know, has broken into a next level relationship with this acquaintance. Mm. Possibly. Mm. But I would say no. Mm. It's more so like you get together to be together. Yeah. And to like just catch up. Yeah. But it's not it's still not sustained enough to mm. like let me speak into your life real quick. Mm. Or less axes tough questions like with some with some of my friends i can Mm -hmm. do that but Mm -hmm. i still don't feel like it it's as deep as it Mm. as it could be Mm. yeah sometimes doing life together is like one of those those like lubricants basically to to whatever wall people could be holding up Mm -hmm. but again like in relationship, it's a two-way street. I can't break down your wall for you. Right. Like, I'm not going to do that. You know? And it's mutual. Like, uh, if the question was asking, you know, what do you do to, to you know, um, go deeper in your acquaintance relationships? Well, it's like, well, if I want to go deeper and you you don't you don't care to go deeper, then we can't go nowhere. And right. we will stay acquaintances. Right. <laughs> so... I think it's like, I think it's those acquaintances that are worth fighting for in the relationship will let you know, I want to be mm-hmm. in a deeper relationship with you. Like they'll let you but know. But even this is like, mm. the question is not specific to acquaintances. Mm. It's how can you go deeper yeah. in the friendships that you have Okay, okay. for the ones that, for the friendships that you have that you feel like you yeah. struggle with to go deeper. Mm, that's good. Because an acquaintance, they're going to stay right there. They're going to stay right there, girl. I'm not going to force you. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Um, Okay, so specifically to that question. I feel like definitely asking them, even if, honestly, even if they're not like strong believers or mm-hmm. believers, what can I pray for you? Like, what can I pray... Right. Like some some will actually be like, you know what? Yeah, tell your sky daddy that I need this. <laughs> I um and I'm not gonna lie, because I guess because it's like a spiritual topic, mm-hmm. they they feel open to be like, Yeah, you know what? My mother is sick or something and I don't know, tell tell him that or something, right? Right. I'm not, I'm not, A, when, when the spirit leads you, you know what I mean? Cause, cause some, whatever. But I felt that, that asking that question has revealed an answer that's like a little bit more, you mm-hmm. know, deeper. And so now I can call you later and check up on, Hey, by the way, how is your mother doing? We can talk about that and then you can go deeper. Another one too is like, what are your hopes and dreams? Mm-hmm. Um, and in Union College, one of the things that they would talk about is you want to, uh, let me see if I can remember it. In leading someone 
and this was this was talking specifically like with your teammates and stuff but this is also just a good building relationships mm-hmm. tip too like that um it's good for you to know what their desires are mm-hmm. so that um you can you can draw that out of them you know so it's like i mean let's say for example well no i'm not gonna use my siblings but yeah like literally like asking them you know hey where do you see yourself in five years you know like things that like like are you're you're asking a that are tied to their dreams and their visions Mm -hmm. i feel like everybody always loves talking about that right and you know those type of questions like all of a sudden you start getting passionate and you'll start going deeper and deeper and deeper and then it's like it's a really nice question to kind of like soften those walls and i feel like aside from doing life together because the weirdest things can come up if we're doing a paint and sip you just be telling me about something in your life and fantastic you know aside from doing life together talking about our dreams together and then you know um asking for that prayer request you Mm -hmm. know like at least for me in like what has helped get deeper in those other relationships has been those three things especially doing life together Anything that you can do together in relationship, um, I feel also builds deeper relationships. That contact. Yeah. All right. You ready for the prayer? Let's go. Thank you, God, for the gift of friendship. Thank you, Lord. That allows us to share deeply with our brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. Please help us to be vulnerable in our friendships for the sake of your kingdom. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. For the sake of your kingdom. Mm -hmm. What does being vulnerable with each other do for God's kingdom? Mm. I think as we as God's people open up about our stories and like the things that we're struggling Mm. with. Mm. Because that's one of the main things Mm. to be vulnerable about is like, oh, I don't want people to know that this is what I'm going through type of thing. But it kind of frees other people to do the same. Mm. Um, That's good. Frees other people to do the same. And that's the Mm. same thing with, you know, our purpose. And whenever we begin to walk in our purpose there there's people that are waiting Mm. for us to like be in the light completely there's people who are waiting for us to be the salt of the earth there's people waiting for us to do what god has Mm. like strategically put us on this earth to do and so if you're not being vulnerable it's very hard for you to even learn how to find yourself Mm-hmm. And so in doing so, you're hiding not only from yourself, but from those who are connected to from those who are connected to your freedom. Yeah. Oh, OK, Brandy. Wow. That's some spice right there. Mm. There, are, there reminds me of the Bible verse. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony of our testimony. And it's like. You're not vulnerable if you're not giving a testimony. Right. So true. And I don't think we realize, therefore, because the prayer said, 
Oops. Go back one. The prayer said at the bottom. Please help us be vulnerable in our friendships for the sake of your kingdom. If we if vulnerability in our friendships is tied to us sharing our testimonies and the word of our testimony overcomes we have victory we have victory against the devil with it mm-hmm. then the more victories we win the less hold he has here on earth and yeah. that's how we're bringing God's kingdom and it's crazy that from what you just said that vulnerability in our friendships is literally crucial to bringing God's kingdom here on earth mm-hmm. see it amazes me because God's things are so backwards I remember um, um, one Saturday morning prayer, um, Pastor Chandler, his, his um, Pastor Stephen's dad, mm-hmm. was like, it was serve day, and he was like, God, help us to know that kindness is a weapon. And I'm like, I like the way you said that, Pastor, because I never, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, kindness is a weapon in your kingdom. And if you think about it, it's like, well, yeah, because when we're out there feeding the hungry and helping like, you know, like clothing families who didn't get, you know, what they need and whatever, whatever, whether they believe or not, they've responded to an act of kindness. And you just, like you said, like you have just become the light of God on earth, showing, showing, showing people through your good works, God. And so they're seeing God in your, in your act. Mm -hmm. And and that means that the population of of the population of heaven is increasing. So it's so interesting if kindness can do that, vulnerability and friendship is doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I say God's kingdom is so backwards because it's the things of love that bring his kingdom here. Yeah. And it's crazy that you keeping your wall up and not letting anybody in mm-hmm. is literally I don't want to use the word delaying God's kingdom because God's kingdom is going to come regardless. Right. But, but do you really want to be involved for <laughs> delaying God's kingdom? And even That's like crazy. The, the vulnerability piece yeah. is, yes, like blatantly it, it is sharing your testimony and things mm. like that, but it's also just being... 100% real yeah with how you feel yeah like in the moment you know mm. what I mean like God gives us emotions and not that we are to like be you know going around town and oh my god <laughs> woe is me you know but if you're uh-huh. angry in the moment be vulnerable yeah. and let someone know and yeah. communicate I'm angry right now right. and this is why yeah so it also just reminds people like that as children of God, mm. we're his and we are set apart, mm. but we also, right, have a, have emotions, yeah. are imperfect. Yeah. And just in case you didn't know that, now that I'm being vulnerable, now you do. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so it kind of relates to what's coming in my mind right now mm. is... Even God being made flesh and Jesus coming down. And now we know that, oh, God has these, like, feelings for us. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, he yeah. 
he wants to learn to understand us. And yes, we see Jesus as this, this powerful, um, source and man, but mm-hmm. also he was angry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and also he cried mm-hmm. and also he called out to his yeah. father. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's different ways to be vulnerable, but yeah. I think it, it all comes down to your, mm-hmm. like you being honest with mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. And being honest enough to show that or relay that, communicate that to other people around mm. you. Mm. There's a question that's popping up in my head, and I'm Holy Spirit. I pray that I'd ask it the way. So, I kind of want to ask a question that relates to like our society that we live in now right all of the social trends and things like that maybe everything that we're going through do you feel like do you feel like there are social habits that you've been seeing maybe like more and more or something especially even like you know with your kids and stuff that are kind of like in like endangering the value of vulnerability especially within friendships mm. like do you see that we're going backwards or are we going forward or or anything like is there anything that you're seeing i feel like more people like a forward movement is i feel like more people are um open to going to therapy to learn mm, to be vulnerable good. yeah yeah and all of that is helping your yeah. spiritual walk because you feel less heavy yeah um another thing is i think because of covid but also just like the generations of kids that are coming up mm. um there's just less communication with mm how we feel so like Mm. if um let's say if someone is mad at somebody else like how do you communicate that to that person Mm, come on without conflict resolution yeah (laughs) and it's okay yeah it's okay to have a conflict Mm, it's okay yeah that's good it's more okay to resolve it yeah that's good you know and so having kids who aren't so, I mean, well, they're, they're also in a space where they're learning yeah. at the same time yeah. that conflict is okay. Mm-hmm. But I think in our households, at least the way I grew up, I'm like, oh, conflict is bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And especially yeah. if you don't see healthy um, mm-hmm. communication of people solving conflict. Yeah. So, to even relate that back to vulnerability in Mm. enhancing the kingdom, Mm. if two people, let's say a married couple, Mm -hmm. they believe in the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Two people, they have a conflict with each other and they just let it go without talking about it. And they're it's like they're it's like they're being vulnerable but not enough to like fix it share with each other Mm -hmm. which means that it never gets fixed yeah 
which means that if and if you have kids in the house you're raising kids to believe that conflict is this is what we do and you don't solve it by talking Mm. you just go on about your day Mm -hmm. you know and so i think that there's a lot of misconceptions yeah about conflict like you Mm. can have healthy conflict it's just two people who are disagreeing with each other or um not on the same side don't have the same opinion whatever but it's not like those two people can't coexist in the same Mm. world you know what i mean and sometimes i think there's a a lack of seeing people's differences yeah and like Mm. appreciating Mm. what those things are and like if someone is different from me i can i can still yeah love on them it doesn't make them any better or any worse than me you know what i mean like and how can i learn to be in their world and them in mine yeah type of thing i got another question for you Mm -hmm. (laughs) how do you think our levels of vulnerability are with each other do you feel like they're different do you feel like they're the same with me and you yeah like how we choose to be vulnerable with each other our levels of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the same. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like it's the same. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it's always been... Our ability to be vulnerable has always been heightened. Mm. Since we met each other. Yeah. And maybe that's because you're also like so free and talking that it's like we're just gonna get into conversations either way right you know what i mean <laughs> right and so now it's like the conversation over time has been able to shift more towards conversations that serve you better mm-hmm. as like a, a woman of god you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good and that's so good. it's still the intense vulnerability yeah um just with like more purpose on it if that makes sense yeah um i think with some things for you this is how at least i receive it i think for some things for you like maybe you need like a process like a process moment mm -hmm. and then you'll tell me like a couple days after or something like that that's Mm -hmm. not with everything but that's with some things and i remember when i noticed this about you I'm laughing because I know myself. It is so funny. Like, as 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 number one friend, I'm like, uh-uh. Why didn't she tell me this the same day it happened? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'm here like, I'm here like, I don't know. In my head, it's pride. It's really what it is. But like, it's like so in my head. That's how it used to be. Um, but then, but then I learned, like when I noticed that about you, I learned that when I'll ask you something, right? Like, mm-hmm. let me say, I'm asking you, like, how are you doing or whatever? And maybe, like, you sound a little off or something. I've learned to, like, not badger you into being vulnerable, basically. Right. Like, I'm like, she's gonna tell me when she's ready. And I know this because she has before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's not, I think, badgering you into vulnerability to prove to, to myself that I'm a good best friend. Right. Is not helpful for anybody. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so, like, I've lear- I have learned that, like, in those in those moments where, like, 
you know, maybe it's not necessarily something that you've like, whether it's process or whatever, whatever, or whatever has, is like, you know what, I'm gonna tell her later kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, but I'm still checking up on you next day. Hey, you know, like, right. oh, how was work or whatever, like whatever I think it's attached to, mm-hmm. I'll like ask you about it, whatever. But I'm, I, I, I never, I never force you into being vulnerable with me. Right. And then when it does come in my head, I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes um, I don't say anything because I'm like this is unimportant right now or if I'm Mm. also trying to take my mind off of something there's Mm. no point in me saying it because then I'm just giving it more Mm -hmm. more attention yeah um there's that but then there's like other times when I haven't fully processed it Mm -hmm. so me telling you ain't ain't doing nothing it's gonna be like (laughs) um and then there's also other times Mm -hmm. when I'm like in the heat of it yeah and I don't need a full-blown conversation about mm, it. Mm. So I'm going to tell you when I'm like, yeah. not when I'm past it, yeah. but maybe when I'm still in the middle of it, but feel like I can talk about it now. Mm, come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I feel like that's that's the slight difference between your vulnerability and mine. Yeah. Is that I will I will call you up and tell you when it's all in a mess of a process. All right. Like- <laughs> so like... Some things, I think very seldomly, no, I think it's half and half. I'll come to you with it processed, and sometimes I will not. I will literally be, I'll call you and we'll talk about it, like, as it's a mess in my head Mm -hmm. before it comes one string of thought. And this is, again, why I value our friendship so much, because you just be on the phone like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. girl. Like, (laughs) not even knowing... Because my thought process is like, before it comes together, and I think of it the way I write too, I'll have an idea here, and it's over here, and there's one here, and there's one here, and they never seem to connect until I'm like, oh, and it's like, I love how like, that has never scared you away, and you are just always like, yeah. Uh (laughs) I feel like constantly I'm always taking in a lot of information at once, Yeah, like not even just through... A conversation, but just like things that I'm thinking of in my head, but then also something that I see, but then also something that I hear at the same (gasps) time. Because you have a collage brain. Yes, I have a collage brain. That's why we work so well. Because I've been giving you the pieces. Yeah, you you give the pieces and I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) And then when I need that done, for me, Mm -hmm. like, I know that my, I do, I do, um call you when it comes to my mm-hmm. when it comes to like creative stuff and yeah. words yeah i tend to i think i've like talked to you about that before to yeah. like help me organize things yeah but then my um sister tiffany too she's really good at hearing things yeah. and being like oh that should go there yeah then that should go there yeah then that should go there and i'm like okay so i know like who specifically I can call for yes. what thing. Yeah. And although my mind is always organizing, like sometimes I need a moment just to be like, this is too much. Mm, yeah. And like talking about something is not releasing it for mm. me. I need to like You have to organize there. it. Yeah. Brands, that's an epiphany. I feel like I just like, we just figured out basically why we're so good together. Cause like, I have puzzle brain. You got, I'm going to put the puzzle together, brain. 
No, but that makes sense because I'm a messy creative and you're an organized creative. Mm -hmm. So it it makes sense that when I'm blabbermouthing, when it comes to you, you filtered it into da 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 da. And so you're so it makes sense that for you, you can't give it to me the same way because you 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 don't think messy brain. No. So like you have to you have to process it first to a way where it's at least organized to a point. Then you give it to me. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, oh, come on, Holy Spirit. I think for me, when I receive your organized thought, I instead break it. And I feel like that's where... Then you ask I, the question. Yeah. Come on. Right here. Then you ask the question. And that's how we get deeper. Yep. That is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. We just basically summed up our friendship. Yeah. And both things are intricate. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. All right. Well. That good. That good right there, girl. That good. You want me to read the verse? Yeah. Okay. So the verse is Proverbs eighteen twenty four. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. That's good. Ooh. Hey, that's the same verse. Mm-hmm. That I done brought up. Mm-hmm. To you. Yep. That I regurgitated back to my therapist when she <laughs> talks about that thing. You know, I know I know the I, I know the second part to this verse, but I never I never knew it was attached to this first part. What's the first part? The first part is one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. Yep. And I'm not going to lie to you. The post that I made about our friendship on Instagram, the the caption that I put was like, um, it saddens me to hear of so many failed friendships within the female community. Mm -hmm. And, and I say this because like, you know, as I'm leading my team or just, um, aside from leading the team, but also making friends outside of our friendship and stuff. And hearing about their friends. Because I think, of course, making friends as an adult is interesting because you come with the other friends that you already have. Y'all, right. you already have other friends from other places. So, of course, now when you're friends with that person, you're hearing about, of course, your friendship, but their, the friendships that they have with the other ones, right? Mm-hmm. So whether that's, oh, yeah, girl, we took a we took a um, travel trip to here and there and here. And what I'll say that I've been hearing in different stories as we're talking and stuff is just the amount of unreliable friends women have that they don't know are unreliable which is yeah. which is wild to me like i'll have let's say for example i'm talking to one girlfriend and you know she's telling me about um a trip that she recently had or whatever whatever and within that trip it's not even within that trip she's maybe they've been there have been signs throughout their friendship that this girl ain't really somebody i should but yeah, i'm gonna hold on to her right i'm gonna keep her whatever until finally there's one act that happens that's like all right i'm dead in this i'm right. letting this go but i'm i don't know i don't know if why is it a thing and let me ask you if you feel like is there a thing because for some reason you don't necessarily you don't see it as much with male friendships like, why are there so many unreliable friendships amongst women? Like, why do we allow that? Is it a woman's thing? Or is it... 
But sometimes men's be having a lot of like friendships mm. that are not meaningful. Mm. That they aren't necessarily worried about snatching those friendships away that are unmeaningful. Yeah. Like their male friendships don't necessarily, and this is generally speaking, they don't necessarily help build each other up to some. Yeah. 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 And there's, I feel like there's less conversation in the, I feel like there's, I can't say there's less conversation in the male community Mm -hmm. about friendships. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm not in that community. Mm. But I think that when women come together, we obviously communicate and talk more too. Yeah, yeah. So if something is unreliable, you're going to hear about it. I don't know what I'm. what the heck I'm trying to say. Mm. It's almost like... Like if a, if a woman has an unreliable friend... Yeah. She's... She may notice that the person's unreliable, but also with the mentality that we may have inside, it's like, oh, let me give another chance. Ah, uh, because we're nurturing by nature. Right. So, mm-hmm. okay. And then mm. with a man, they may have a friend that's unreliable, mm. but they're not sitting there going in cycles. Yeah. Oh, I have this friend that's unreliable. Yeah. She, they told me that they were. They they show me that they were unreliable mm. when they did this, this, mm. this, and this. Mm. They're just like, I just won't re-ask that friend this type of question mm. anymore. Mm-hmm. So you may keep them around and still call them a friend. You right. just know right. what you can give, what they right. can take. Mm. Interesting. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, like, no. There's no, less weight that. on it yeah. in the yeah with the male yeah. friendships. Mm. Mm, that's interesting. That's very interesting. And we tend to do the same thing with guys, too. Come on. Yeah, you see the sign, but you're still keeping them around. Exactly. That's very interesting. I almost want to ask the question. We can make this work. (laughs) No. (sighs) I almost want to ask the question, and I feel like I want to change it, but I'm going to say it how it came to my mind first, which is, then, does, does our female nature work against us, or are we just not working it well? And so then my backup question, my my following question to that is, what are we making excuses of? What are we making an excuse to allow unreliable friendships in our lives? So to the first question, Mm. it was what the bad feminine was it? The first question, which I kind of, I mean, but we just going to leave it there. Is um is like, as our our is feminine our female nature, nature is not against, against us. us, right? Uh huh, right. It is not against us, right? Because that's the way that we were created. So right. either we learn how to work it, or it it will be used against us. Yeah, yeah. There's proper like balance in everything. Mm. We're called to be woman. Yeah. We're called to be feminine. Yeah. And yes. That nurturing aspect is awesome. Yeah. But everything used more than it should could turn into, mm, you know? Mm. Like nurturing can become enabling yes, very quickly. Exactly. Not used well. Mm, that's good, Brands. And especially when you think that it's your job to nurture everybody. Come on. Right? Like you should that's be nurturing good. your own 
life and self. Yeah. And when you have a family, that's the family that you're nurturing, like right. the, the environment and things like that. It's not our job to be Jesus. It's not our job to be Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. That's the, what that's what guys get. Yeah. If as a friend, I can't give you what you need. Like, I'm not going to sit here hovering, mm, thinking mm. that one day I will. Come on. It's like, I'm going to tell on. you what you need, and I'm not going to keep yeah. stabbing at it type of thing. Yeah. And so, good. it's just learning, like, just like the different ways of communication with men and women. Like, mm. there's no wrong way of communicating. Of course, mm. we tend to talk more and guys are like give it to me straight type of thing (laughs) but we can learn to communicate yeah those things and the different roles that we have yeah um but yeah yeah and your second question was it no i mean you kind of you kind of answered it a little bit but my second question was like what excuses do we give to allow unreliable friends in in our lives I don't know. Sometimes I think it also just comes down to it's very hard to extend my my mind to see the future because I can't see what will happen. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we tend to keep people close and things close because we don't know if we'll need it in the mm. the future. Yeah. You know, yeah. but like if it's not working now mm. Mm. and it's not keeping me if it is stunting me from my Come on. growth, yeah, then it needs to be cut off. Let it go. And it go. it's not to say that the person, and this is what I'm learning, it's like rather than this or that, it can be both and. Mm. Right? So mm. this person doesn't treat me well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And mm. they are still a good person. Mm. Two things can coexist. Yeah. yeah. Someone can just not be a good friend to you. Right. But still be a good person. person. And right. maybe they're a good friend to somebody else. Yeah. Who has a completely different personality or just like they have a different history together. Yeah. Whatever the the case may be. Yeah. And so I'm learning that in, with two things that can exist, like, that's just, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not that, you know what? Yeah. I realize that I can't have this person as a friend anymore. Mm-hmm. And so screw you and all the things that you <laughs> that you did and all the it's like no, like at the end of the day, yeah. Right? Everyone still everyone still is God's image bearer. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And so there's still value in you. Yeah. Even if you treated me wrong. Right. Mhm. Or even but that's if you're grown not the best woman. For that's me. grown woman talk right there. You know, that is grown talk right there. So yeah, just because it wasn't beneficial to me doesn't mean that there's no value in you, Lord. Yeah. Wow. And that's that's, that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. But I mean, what God takes away, He replaces with yeah something better. So yeah, if I'm not supposed to have this friendship or this person around yeah. then I know he will yeah. honor me for or bless me for honoring yeah. his you know way of leading me into like you don't need this yeah. person I think another thing for me that I'm learning is 
girl, you better not be that unreliable friend. I think we, we when we're talking about friendships, we're more so thinking about other people to us. Yeah. But what about us to other people? And so one of the things I've been practicing a lot this year, um, especially with just my study of being consistent and being consistent with like new habits that I'm building and one of them being that I want to be someone who's dependable. Not to say that I haven't, but even in little things like keeping your word. It could be as simple as, hey girl, I, hey girl, let me call you back. You don't, you don't even end up calling her back that same right. day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you think it's something, it's so small that you think it's something that like, oh, she, she understands, you know, blah, blah. Right. But the more that you do it, it builds it builds up a characteristic in that person's mind that man she's unreliable. Mm-hmm. You know, you're sowing that seed of un, un just being unreliable. So, so to me, it's been something that I've been working on, not dismissing the small things. Like, let me keep my word word in all things, or else just don't say nothing. Right. The Bible said, "Let your yes be yes, and your no be no," and anything outside of that is from the enemy. So it's like it's like if I'm gonna say yes to something. Whether it's as small as I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text you back, let me keep it or let me not say it at all. And I remember there's this other devotional that I did that was about task management. And he brought up that verse too. And mm-hmm. he was like, when you're talking about task management and being able to like do a to-do list that works for you, saying if they're saying no to the things that you need to say no to, say yes to the things that you can only handle. Right. Because that is a good practice of task management and it, it helps you become known as being trustworthy, being able to keep your word and being reliable. Mm-hmm. So this verse also is like bringing up the question of, am I a reliable friend to other people? And how can I be more of a reliable friend? Because this joint says an unreliable friend, uh, unreliable friend soon comes to ruins, whoever it is that has them. You know what I mean? And it's like, man, I don't. I definitely don't want to be responsible for someone's ruin just because I can't keep to being a reliable friend. And I mean, of course, that's the extreme that I'm thinking, of right. course. But but um, again, it's just like, okay, it's just that check of, hey, are you being reliable with this person? Like, are you, you know, do you feel like this person can depend on you? You know, so that's that's a question that comes to mind too. Is like. Um, instead of always thinking of, oh, are my friends reliable to me? Hey, am I a reliable friend to other people? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Girl, I think we talked this one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We worship your holy name. You didn't have to do it, but you did. Okay, but you don't have to show out like that. You don't have to. Anyhow, (laughs) you have to show out like. (laughs) You. All right, all right, show off. All right, show off. Thanks for joining us on this month's episode. For more resources to empower your faith journey, check out our website linked in the show notes to find free downloadables, inspirational articles, and much, much more. We'd love for you to be a part of our THF fam. Subscribe to our YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen to your podcast so you don't miss what's next. If this episode encouraged you, share it with someone else. 
or consider supporting this podcast by clicking the donation link in the show notes so that we together can send the message of hope in Christ to those who need hope now. Keep in touch with us on social media at Things Hope For. And until then, wait, hold up. We couldn't end it like this because today is my girl's birthday. Happy birthday, Brandy. Or should I say Uncle B? Thank you for being another big sister. You're a very straightforward and honest person. And I love that about you. You have a gift to encourage everyone with your words to speak life into them. You've impacted my life in such positive and meaningful ways. You've affirmed who I am in the Lord. You've encouraged me. You've empowered me to be strong in my independence and my womanhood. I just think God for the relationship that we have started to curate throughout this year. Through you, God gave me one of my things hoped for that I never thought I needed. And that's a lifelong friendship. I pray that you have an amazing new decade filled with joy, filled with wonder, filled with excitement, filled with love, filled with happiness. I know that just you are going to impact so many people. You're a change maker and they don't make too many like you. Happy birthday, Miss Brandy.